Welcome to the JDS Podcast, a place to discuss happenings and exciting topics in our school community. This year, I'm really enjoying the opportunity to meet with different educators in the school for the podcast. And this week, I'm sitting down with Dr. Eliana Lipsky, our middle school principal. And uh, today, Eliana, we're going to talk a little bit about Innovation Minimester, which is a really exciting program project that we have in the middle school. And I wanted to just ask you as we get started a little bit about what were the origins of the Minimester and, and how was it first developed? First, thank you so much for letting me talk about Innovation Minimester because it's near and dear to my heart. And I'm so grateful that we get to do it in our middle school. So first of all, the origin point was a little bit before the pandemic started. I got to read a great book that was all about what schools could be and then participated right after that in a Prisma conference with George Curis and thinking about what innovation could look like in education. And on the plane back, I was starting to think about all of these great ideas. So I, you know, let them sit for a little, and then the pandemic started. We had, I think, 36 hours to decide what we were going to do when we found out that we were going to have our last in-person school day on March 13th of 2020. And I turned to Rabbi Ozerast, Janet, uh, our assistant principal, and said, you know what I would love to do with these two weeks that we think are just going to be two weeks? And she said, what? And I said, I would love to run something like an innovation mini-mester. And it's this opportunity for students to do everything that we think that they should be doing in middle school, which is have a passion project, go for it, fail a little, try a little, learn from it, and just sort of let them have that freedom. And she turned to me and said, well, why not? And I quietly said, do you think we can? And she said, of course. And I said, great. And then we thought of three amazing faculty members who we thought could put it together. And they did it in 36 hours. It was glorious. And since then, we have been innovating on our innovation mini-master. You know, we often say that JDS is where tradition meets innovation. And uh, we have so many innovative uh, programs at the school. How do you see this fitting into the larger vision and philosophy of, of the middle school? And I know, you know, there are a number of different innovative programs. And you and I have had some conversations also about the neuroscience of all of this and where it fits in for students. And I, I'm wondering where you are today on all of that. So even more so than before, I think it's so important that we have these opportunities for early adolescents to take risks in a really safe and healthy, positive way. Innovation Minimester sits within the, the larger picture of the middle school as providing that safe space for these super creative, talented young people who are the most creative people on the planet, by the way. Early adolescents are by far the most creative people because of how their brain is developing, the different synaptic wiring that's happening, they haven't pruned their neurons yet. Um, and so it's almost like information overload in some ways, but that's what their brains are primed for and what makes them so creative and exciting. So this sits in that space of saying, okay, so we do have these traditional spaces of the classroom and Innovation Minimester is another way for them to think about, okay, I'm learning all of these disparate areas, subject areas, or they feel disparate, they're not really disparate areas, and now I have a 
essentially two weeks for me to think about what are the things that matter to me most, how are some of the skills, the content that I've learned in other classes, like what can I apply here, where can I bring my own thinking to the table, and really it just capitalizes on where they are neurodevelopmentally because they're also afraid of taking risks. They happen to be the best risk takers or have a sense of taking risk at this time, but where the brain is developing is, actually I was just reading about it again, they are primed for new information at all times because they're reward seeking in early adolescence. And as long as we can kind of channel, channel that energy and that natural desire to take risks and reap those rewards in a safe way, we can get students to really think about how to take risks in this creative space in a place where it's okay to fail, there are no grades, right? It's okay to do something that doesn't sound right or maybe it's not the best idea in the world, but it could be with just a little bit of tinkering. And so they, instead of getting rewards for maybe things that we would prefer them not to take risks around, they get rewards through, oh, that was a really cool challenge. I just figured out how to uh, create a hologram, which actually we had someone who prototyped a hologram, which was really cool. Um, or I can figure out how to create an art piece that actually speaks to DEIJ, work that I know the school is interested in and that I'm interested in. So these are really interesting and the students are then bringing it forward beyond innovation semester. Right. And, you know, it's, it speaks when, when I, I hear you speaking about it, it really fits into the portrait of a CES JDS graduate and this notion that we want to foster students who are critical, creative and independent thinkers. And oftentimes people ask me, so how do you do that in practice? Right. I, I get the big idea. And I understand how important it is to be a critical thinker, particularly at this stage in the 21st century. But people always ask, like, specifically, how do you do that? And so, you know, when I think about innovation mini-master, I also get that question, like, what does it look like? What is it like for an individual student? So I want to ask you to describe some of the projects students have, have done. And also, you know, as, as, as we're talking about that, know uh, something else that's really important to you as principal of the middle school is giving students an opportunity to engage in their passions in, in a way that's really important also from the literature on early adolescence like how do you engage students you, you give them a chance to engage with their passion so I'd love to hear like what does it look like in the details of uh, student projects and how it works sure so it's gone through a few iterations because we started virtually and last year was shockingly our first year in person. But what it looks like in real time is that students are first spending time brainstorming. So we, we actually take them through the values of JDS. So they look at our eight values. They think about, okay, what is important to me? Which of these values is going to be guiding me through this conversation or through this research? They look at problems in the local community or what is uh, an issue for them or even broader depending on the age level and what they're already experiencing and then they start to track like what is the value that is underpinning this problem so why do I care about it what does it matter and then after thinking about that they then do a, they actually spend a lot of time brainstorming which can be very hard for students to brainstorm for longer than they're used to. Because our students, 
are really focused on more product as opposed to process. And one of the goals of Innovation Mini Master is to actually focus on process over product. That's something that we're always tweaking as well, because we also want to be mindful of our students' concerns or you know their areas of interest, which is to showcase their product. But the process piece is really about, let's sit with the problem, right? We'll be a little bit like Albert Einstein. We're gonna sit with the problem for 95% of the time, and then for 5% of the time, we're actually gonna start solving this problem and, and tinkering that way. And so they spend about two, if it's an eight day, out of the two weeks, eight days. So about two to three days is really about brainstorming. And they have to come up not just with one great idea, but several ideas, because normally the first idea isn't actually the best idea. And so they have to keep going through it. They can work individually or with another uh, partner. And then they sit with small groups and they have these sounding boards. They have student groups or teams that help each other kind of think through their ideas. And they also have advisors, so they have track advisors. So those students who are focusing on art and culture or politics or American and world Jewish history and Jewry and the EIJ track or Israel track, we have a lot of different tracks, STEM track. They have advisors who are content specialists. Even if they're not technically a teacher in that area, they might be a content specialist because they have a hobby on the side that makes them an expert as well. And so they work with those advisors who are guiding them through this process. And then after they've reached um, the end of the brainstorming sessions, they then move into the problem solving, right? Really starting to put their idea into practice and trying to figure out, okay, what am I gonna do? While they're doing all this, they also have the opportunity to attend. I think last year we offered over 32 seminars, which are 45 minute seminars. Students get to go to whatever seminars they wanna to go to and hear from faculty members, non-faculty members, just about honestly anything that you can think of that is of interest to them. So last year they did, actually Deb White Dilworth did a seminar on photojournalism which was very cool. And Sherry Benedict did something on Broadway musicals and the evolution of music. And then we also had the history of shoes, which is fascinating. So we have a lot of different seminars. And then the students, the projects that they create are, I would say, almost like some of them are truly inspired by the seminars that they've gone to, and some are just their own creation. So a couple of our projects have included a history of the evolution of music where one student played pieces of music from starting with like Mozart and moving forward, and then talking about how the chord progression had changed and how that was a sign of innovation and where he thinks it's gonna go. This was a seventh grader uh, two years ago. And then we've had a student who created their own children's book to talk about mental health and depression so that they could raise awareness and actually read their own book that they wrote and illustrated to students in the lower school. Uh, we had students who created their own Etsy businesses where they created art pieces and sold, learned how to sell them and what they would make for them. Some students actually explored, does philanthropy increase if someone is interested in an art project? Some created an architectural uh, history of DC and looked at it through the lens of DEIJ and how architecture has changed over time and what that means in terms of storytelling. 
Some created a hologram, as I said, because they were not so happy with Star Trek's hologram and they think that it could have been better and so on and so forth. So they're just, there's projects from across the continuum, I would say, and they really do serve the students' passions. Yeah. And, and I've been so impressed when I've seen the project the projects and, and heard about them. You know, I think for those listening today, one of the things that I hear um, when you're speaking and I know we've talked about this a lot, and this relates to process versus product, is it may sound like some of these topics are the kinds of topics that college students or graduate students would be discussing and researching and exploring, but we can do this with early adolescence because of all the scaffolding that goes behind. So you're, you're modeling or the, the teachers are modeling for them how they've looked at certain areas and then providing a framework for the students and to me that's really exciting and that's really what education at the middle school level is all about is providing certain kinds of scaffolding and then starting to remove it a little bit or providing less scaffolding as, as we go along and, you know as we as we move along a little bit in our conversation you know one of the strategic goals of the school is really to share out some of the incredible things that are going on at JDS and I know that you've been contacted by the field, you know, wanting to know what you're doing about this. And so what I wanted to hear just a little bit is like, who's reaching out to us? And um, what is the impact of the innovation mini master on the field of middle school education, and particularly in Jewish day schools? Great question. So I've been asked to share more about innovation mini master from the minute it started. So during the when the pandemic started, I was talking to several colleagues from around the nation about, you know, what's going on in Jewish education, what are you doing, how are you handling it? And when I shared the concept of Minimester, they all turned to me and said, it was like a group of 10, they turned to me and said, can we find out how you're doing it, what you're doing? We wish we could do something like that. We would like to do it. And so I started talking to them about, okay, well, here's what you can use to put together your own innovation Minimester. I also had written an article for Prisma to kick off the innovation year that they had, where they were publishing articles on innovative ideas in Jewish education. And from there, I heard that there are a couple of schools around the nation that are have started their own version of innovation mini master. And so they've kind of let me know, oh yeah, so we do something called the big six, or we do something that's kind of like an innovation mini master, but we call it something else. And so they also have middle school students who are doing their own passion projects and finding that space to kind of just stop what's happening and start focusing more on this, I would say, self-guided learning that we hope all of our children would be able to do. Right. It's it's really become a, a signature uh, project in, in the middle school. And Lee Shulman, who's an emeritus professor at Stanford of Education, he often talks about this notion of signature pedagogies, that it's not just sort of a content, but it's the process often of education. And I, I think you've really developed a signature pedagogy here in, in terms of what we're doing. As um, you know, we're sort of coming to the end of our time together today. And But I want to give you a, a chance um, to share with our listeners today a little bit about what do you envision for the future of Innovation Minimaster? And are there other areas of the program that have started to develop or evolve or you're thinking about because of Innovation Minimaster and the success we've had with it? Yeah, so I think 
Uh, one thing I didn't share is that last year we had a student whose idea failed, like legit failed. And so their presentation was all about failure and how Innovation Mini Mustard gave them the chance to experience that and what they learned from it. And I hope that in the future, Innovation Mini Mustard will actually include more conversations about that or more students who are able to say, I had this idea, it was a really cool idea, but here are the places where it may not have worked and here are the ways I've learned and can move forward. And that they start to use those learnings for the next year or the year after their iSearch paper in, you know, in 12th grade. Um, I also would love to see Innovation Mini Mester start to bring in more, we're actually going to start working on this for this year, but even broader to bring in more um, local community members who can be mentors along the way throughout, right? So it's like short, but to be able to talk to folks who are already in their careers, or maybe it's their second career or something like that, to use as sounding boards and to give that sense of partnership between JDS and the broader community, I think is really important and can show that kids can make a huge impact, even though they're kids because I think we do them a disservice by thinking that maybe their voice isn't as powerful as it could be. So that that's one thing. And then another place where I see Innovation Mini Master helping us think uh, forward is thinking about what does the role of metacognition, what does the role of thinking about thinking play in everything? And that is something that early adolescents don't love metacognition. They don't love thinking about thinking, but the research shows time and time again that that is actually the most important thing for learning outcomes. So this is a, an opportunity for us where we've started weaving that through even more so in our classes, in our innovation mini master and trying to make it a more seamless experience for students, and then the ability to make good choices, right? So it's not about what my friends are doing, which can be a really hard thing not to do in middle school, right? Not to make a choice about where my friends are versus what I wanna do, but Innovation Mini Master has started to help students make choices based on what they need or what they want, and we're starting to see that also in AFB and Academic Flex Block, where they have choice that a lot of our students the first couple months they start to settle in and then they start making choices that are better for them and not just based on where their friend group is going and so it's it's more of that seamless um i'm i am the director of my own learning i have agency and yeah and this is an area that we're really trying to foster across the school some of the most important skills we know in the workplace and in life are about ability to self-reflect and to think about thinking, the metacognitive piece. And so we've introduced this across the school in terms of the student learning conferences that students really are thinking about how are they thinking, how am I thinking, and how do I present in the world, right? And those are really important skills. Well, uh, Eliana, thank you so much for joining today. It's been a real pleasure to learn about Innovation mini Master. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening. This has been a production of the Charles E. Smith Jewish Day School. Stay tuned for our next episode.